episode 121 and welcome into the bench is clear podcast where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports i'm tyler Coe, representing the 2022 nl west division champion los angeles dodgers it's been almost a year since we could say that but the west is finally won in la it was a lasso you're not coming um yeah i'm jesse gutierrez and i represent the side of the previous NOS division champion San Francisco that's Giants. That's how you're. That's how you're gonna hold on to it. Just can't <laughs> let it go. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, we were the NOS division champions. Nothing happened. It's gonna be the same thing. You're gonna get knocked out by the Braves. Cool story, bro. Um, congratulations. Please. You made it to the playoffs. Uh, uh, ten years in a row. You got one World Series from it. Congrats. I'm very happy for you. Fuck you. <laughs> Not worried about it. I'm just going to enjoy it for now. You're very worried about it. I'm just excited to uh, watch postseason baseball. Yeah, of course I'm nervous. Jesus Christ. The Braves and the Mets are two very good teams. The Dodgers are great, but I have a lot of questions around the Dodgers, and we're going to get into it later. But for now, let's get into stuff we already know the answer to because those games have already happened. Boom. Dodgers last week went 4-2. Just like I said they would again. Two weeks in a row. You can't deny me. I'm too real. They lose <laughs> the first game in San Diego. Uh, a heartbreaker. Dude, I feel like my memory is just going to shit. It's so hard to remember the, the first series that we recap because it's just so long ago. And also, it That's always crazy. comes off the heel of uh, Craig Kimbrell ruining uh, my life and fucking a game up. But we'll get into that. Uh, Dodgers Molly Womp, the Padres in game two and three. So I love after game one, it's like, oh, you know, we might be far back in the standings, but like you might have to see us in the playoffs. Like we're, we're coming. And then it's like, nah, nah that ain't going to happen. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know what it is, man. There must be something in the water down there. Like you get traded to San Diego. It's over. Josh Hader. Right. Bum. Juan Soto. Boom. And then that's pretty much it. You know, you get one that does all right. Maybe two, but Dodgers that is win the series. crazy how bad Juan Soto is. I know he just won the IL, but I mean, and, and I don't mean to skip too far ahead, but JD Davis is having a better, you know, after the um, all-star break. I mean, the yes. trade deadline than Juan Soto. Like it's, 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 it's kind of insane. Yeah. It's uh it's not, I mean, it just doesn't make sense, but it is what it is. The Dodgers scored eight runs in game two, win 8-4. My boy Julio gets the win. Maybe he's a dark horse for Cy Young. I don't know. I'm not going to say it, but some no. people are saying it. No one's saying it. I mean, there are a lot of people saying it, bro. Maybe not in giant land, but, you know. At the, at the, co, the co household, that's what, that's what they're saying? Yeah, they, they are. Yeah, I talked to myself about it quite quite a lot. Um, <laughs> dude, Andrew Heaney, uh, Sunday. Sunday was interesting because Andrew Heaney gives up a home run to Cronenworth very early on in the game, and I'm just thinking, oh, shit, here we go again. Andrew Heaney giving up the long ball. This is what he does. Right. You know, he skirted by for a little bit without doing it, and I'm like, God damn it, we're going to lose the series. And then the Dodgers scored 11 unanswered. They win 11-2. I mean, things are just rolling. Things are looking good, baby. I love it. 
Then we're going into Arizona, who maybe at the time might have been the third-place team in the NOS because the Giants are that bad, right. uh, which was really nice. <clears throat> I'm just going to – okay, no, I'll, I'll – no, no, I'll start. I'll start in order because we don't go out of order here. We don't go out of order here. Tyler Anderson looks great on Monday. The Dodgers win 6 nothing. Going into Arizona, you know, that's what we have to do. We have to beat up on these teams that, that aren't playing well. Mookie Betts hits a home run. That's a new career high, 34 home runs. Everything's looking great. We go into Tuesday, we win 4 nothing. Two shutties in a row. Kershaw pitches well. Joey Gallo hits a ding-dong. Freddie Freeman hits a ding-dong. Max Muncy hits a ding-dong. This was like the Dodgers of old where all we have is a long ball. We score a few runs. Great. That's awesome. Then we long come balls. to Wednesday. And Wednesday, I don't even want to talk about anything that happened up until, you know, the 10th inning, except for the fact that Will Smith hit like a 470-foot home run that he just absolutely fucking crushed. <laughs> I don't want to talk about anything but the um, end. But before I'm that, talk about let's it. talk about the middle. <laughs> Trace Thompson hits a home run, and then things get real interesting. Uh, in the ninth, I don't know if you saw, my boy Evan Phillips on the mound, best reliever in all of baseball, had a very similar similar uh, reaction like my boy Clint Kershaw did in the World Series where guy just takes off for home, just steps off, throws home, we get him out. Guy, guy tries to steal home in the bottom of the ninth. Win the game. It's crazy. Uh, pitcher can throw home. It's uh, you got to step off, pitchers, bro. Pitchers, you got to step off. Athletes too. Pitchers you got to step off. I get it. Okay. First of all, fucko, fuck you. <laughs> but the the craziest thing was, dude. It really looked like Austin Barnes blocked the plate, except right. for like his his hand kind of got in there. So you know, I was then they challenged it and whatever. He was out. That's great. Then the going in. Going into the 10th, the Dodgers lay a bunt down. And it's a base hit, and they move the runner over. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, they finally figured it out. You know, And bear in mind, the lineup last night, no Freddie Freeman, no Mookie Betts, no Trey Turner. You know, we're starting to rest, guys. But still, it's like, okay, cool. We're going to steal another one, sweep the Diamondbacks. And then a wild pitch happens, and we take the lead. And everything is great. And then what happens? Craig Kimbrell comes in. Craig Kimbrell. And then, happens. of course, it's, oh, my God, in the last seven games or whatever, he hasn't given up a run because of the stupid Frozen song. He's fixed. No. Craig Kimbrell comes in with the ghost runner on second, gives up a hit, then give or sorry, gives up a walk, and then gives up a three-run bomb to lose the game to a pinch hitter in the 10th inning of some dude who I don't even know his name. He's not even worthy of carrying Trace Thompson's jockstrap as far as I'm concerned. Mm. That's how little I think of this guy. And he hits a walk-off home run against Craig Kimbrell. So then, of course, you know, I do what anyone does. I hop on Twitter. I want to see what's going on. And everyone on Twitter is like, there's, there's no way we carry this guy on the postseason roster. Let me tell you, everyone something. There's no fucking way Craig Kimbrell doesn't make the postseason roster. That's right. just how it's going to be, guys. So right. the sooner you accept that, the sooner you can kind of cope and like figure things out. Because he's going to be on the roster. There's no yeah. way they leave him off. And whether it's not or not like he blows like three huge, more saves or not. Right. It's not like he's like a huge like 
dominating force in the postseason. I think he had problems with the Red Sox when he was there. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It's going to, I don't know if you use him for, I mean, fuck, I can't see Dave Roberts not using him for save situations. So that's pretty promising for me. So, yeah, I mean, the only, the best, the thing I took away the most from last night was Tommy Canley came, came in, first appearance from coming off the 60 day IL, had two strikeouts in a clean inning. Looked good. He's going to be important down the line because Blake Trinan went on the IL again. And God knows if he's going to come back. And, I mean, that's going to be the biggest thing going down the stretch is what's going to happen. And then, of course, I'm just kind of going out of order here. I'm sorry. I'm rambling. I'm upset. (laughs) Uh, We get the news that Danny Duffy and Victor Gonzalez have officially been shut down. As if we didn't know that was coming. A few weeks ago, they're like, Danny Duffy's done. Actually, no, wait. He's going on a rehab assignment. The rehab assignment went well. Uh, they're both done. So things changed real quick just on on a, on a dime there. So And it's gone. Yeah, so Danny Duffy, you know, he's been on the team for a year and a half now. Hasn't thrown a pitch. Victor Gonzalez threw a couple last season. I mean, he have, probably hasn't been on at the major league level since well before the all-star game last year. So Tommy Canley's pretty much it. That's pretty much all the bullpen reinforcements we're going to get And bruised are and Yancey Almonte are going to be coming back. But I mean, as far as high leverage goes, I don't know. Yeah. Um, just to kind of touch on what you were saying, Craig Kimbrell has a uh, career postseason of a four thirteen ERA. Um, with that good, huh? 133 whip. Yeah, and just, I mean, in, if you're looking at the past couple of years, like, oh, that's a cumulative, you know? He he was pretty good with the Braves in 2012 and 13 and Boston in 16, but 17 and Bo- the, the biggest uh, uh, sample size is with Boston in 2018 where he had a 591 ERA in 10 innings of work. So let's go, Craig Kimbrell. Let's get on that roster, man. You deserve it. I need you there, bud. I just don't get it. Like, at what point do you realize? The thing is, too, it's not like we're paying this guy $30 million. Right. You know, it it would be one thing if this were like a a starter that you went out and got. Like, if you went out and got Garrett Cole and you're paying him 30-some-odd million dollars a year and he had an ERA at six and he just wasn't having it, then I can understand why you keep him on the roster because there's a lot of money there. You paid for him. And... His his ceiling is way higher. Dude, Craig Kimball, we didn't pay that much for him, and he's consistently demonstrated all year that he gives up hard contact, he gives up walks in high-leverage situations, and he crumbles in high-leverage right. situations. So how much more of a leash are we going to give this fucking guy, dude? It's almost October, and he yeah, hasn't I mean, proved anything to anyone. And I hate, And I get why some like people have that thought process because they, they think this is what a team's going to do. And I get it, but why would you waste money and be bad in the postseason? I don't understand it. Like, in, I don't understand uh, it either. Yeah. Like in, in 2012, I mean, sorry, 2010, they left Barry Zito off the postseason uh, roster. They were paying him. He was the top paid starter at that time. And they said, Oh, you're not very good, son. So we're going to leave you off because we got a, uh, 
way better, way right. better stuff I, in, in the week. And so. I just want to clarify when I'm saying when I made that Garrett Cole comparison, I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying that's how front offices typically act. Right. Exactly. That's so what I, they, I don't right. understand what leg they have to stand on with Kimbrel, because all all I could really see is like, yes, we traded AJ Pollock away, who was a big piece. But I mean, Jesus, it's not like we thought Craig Kimbrell was going to be the best reliever in baseball. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I don't get it. Why pay the guy in in dash or postseason? I mean, by the same time, for me, <laughs> that just gives me hope that they're going to get sent home, um, because everyone knows. A Giants fans' uh, second favorite team is anyone playing the Dodgers. So let's get to our first favorite team, huh? Talk about the Giants week. Who had two series wins? Tyler, you know, you anything could happen. You never know. They're only they nine could, back with twenty to play. They could rattle off nineteen straight. They could go back in time and win some, and come back and win the NOS. You never know. Mm. It's insane. Hit up Thanos. Let's get a something going and go back in time but right now let's talk about this week because the giants had a good week um game one they they faced the cubs first series game one rodon is the shit striking out 11 giving up two runs and but of course the bullpen lets rodon down they lose the game two to four uh game two webb he's the man goes seven innings strikes out six with two earned runs david vr has an RBI double and a bomb. Bart hits a two-run bomb, and Duvall dominates because that's what fucking Duvall does, baby. And then in Game Three, they win again, four to two. Uh, bullpen games, they just they suck. Bullpen games fucking suck. Let's just stop this. But they end up getting the job done. Brebia Rogers and Alexander come uh, continue to do well. And I mean, do I have to say that Duvall dominates every single time? I will, but do I have to? He dominates. Uh, backed by a couple RBI uh, singles from Tyro Mygyro. Um, say a couple of singles. Sorry, he had one single, and then he had a bomb. And then newly extended Wilmer Flores, which we'll get into in a minute, um, with a two-run homer. And then they go on to the Braves with this newfound confidence. Like, hey, we can win games. Let's just continue to win games. Except for uh, game two. So, uh, but game one, you get happier times. Uh, <laughs> Alex Cobb goes seven, um, striking out seven, and gives up no runs. Mattel tries to give the uh, give up the game, but doesn't happen. Cowper comes and saves the day, taking him out. Out of a game that he had no business being in, by the way, um, which we'll get into a little bit in a second. Um, Giants win, uh, win on the backs of RBI singles by Tyro, uh, Gonzo, and Willie Calhoun. Maybe you heard of him. He's the best to ever play baseball. Um, game two is the game that I was there. Good seats, good times, but the game sucked. Uh, Giants offense. <laughs> but we uh, lost. Yeah. The Giants often looked good the first, like they, they scored in the first inning. They loaded up the bases in the second inning. So it was kind of like, oh, they're getting to right. This is going to be great. Uh, but they didn't do shit afterwards. So uh, Junis gets knocked around a bit, and the bullpen looked pretty solid. Get to see Cole Waits for the first time, which was nice. Looked a little shaky, but then, you know, Goose Frabod calmed down and got the got the job done, son. Um, and then in game three, the day I was supposed to be on the Cove, I wasn't there. Although I was supposed you sure to, weren't. didn't end up happening. Yeah, depressing. Um, game three, Rodon dominates, striking out eight, but only goes five innings with 71 pitches. What's going on there? Are they like saving his arm to be like, hey, we want to help you with, you know, get you your money and 
in uh in free agency we don't want to like you know get you hurt i don't know at this point in the season I, this is where you protect guys I, I i don't really i don't know um the bullpen <laughs> the funny thing bullpen dominates there's some bright spots and some promise for 2023 and we'll get into that in my uh the keep and boot section because i don't have a sudden dead anymore um you know uh but you get rbi knocks from austin wins and jd let the man play davis and the giants win two series you know what does that mean nothing but it's promising yeah dude if they can just carry that momentum into next year from these two series you're looking at a contender there they might finish above 500 maybe fuck off tyler all right if they're they're lucky they they're one guy away and that one guy's name aaron judge who we'll talk about in a second oh my god jesus christ baby Aaron judge he's coming okay i'm just I'm just saying. How many times it has he feels, said they're my it feels, this year? How many times? How many times? At least three. I just feel vindicated knowing that you had your time last year. You had your little cheater season. And now reality, we're back to reality. Whoop, there goes gravity, okay? We're, things are the way bars. they should be. I got bars for days, baby. I'm just saying, how do you go from being like 60 games above 500 to like 10 below? Uh, they had Brandon Belt and Brandon Crawford had career years, had Buster Posey. Um, yeah, dude, Kevin Gosman, his war was like 30. Makes sense. Yeah, Kevin Gosman was in. And how is Kevin Gosman doing this year? Oh, he's still really good? Oh, that's crazy. Oh, Not as good as he was insane. last year. I think he, some people honest, some people were talking Kevin Gosman Cy Young. Some people knew better, like myself last year. But whatever. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Oh, Second uh-huh. dick, Tyler. Um, you know, I think before we get into some around the league stuff, let's talk about our studs and duds, or as, as I like to call, who's gonna stay and who's gonna go. Um, I'm gonna give the to uh unfortunately my mexican brother uh <laughs> luis gonzalez man i'm sorry um i really wanted him to be and i think he's still a, a solid player but he's a like a non-defensive outfielder who doesn't hit for a lot of power so like like decent walk rate but not that great he would be like maybe a solid fourth outfielder on you know on, on some teams which i think that's why he'll have some some trade value um, you know, maybe get us a reliever in the back, maybe a lotto ticket, you know, um, 16-year-old prospect. I don't know. But the team is full of fourth outfielders. We need some freaking top-tier guys, and we need to get rid of one of our fourth guys, and I think he would be the one to go, um, which is sad because I love the dude. But you got to keep J.D. Davis. I-, I-, I mean, he's not a platoon player. Always had pretty even splits uh, throughout his career. Uh, he started off hot when he came over, but, um, you know, he just sat there for a while and he played against lefties. And, like, it's just one thing, like, if, if a guy's hot and he's going and he's, you know, has pretty even splits, why not just let him fucking play when you're looking for players for the next year? I don't understand it. Um, but let the man play. He can play first. He can play some left field. Give Longo some days off. Let him play some third. I don't know. Let Give the guy some ABs. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, now to my stud and dud of the week because I don't want to kick anyone off this team except Craig Kimbrell. Um, Mm -hmm. 
stud. Got to give it up to my boy, Freddie, who I think won National League Player of the Week. Last seven games, Freddie is 11 for 25, six runs, three dingers, seven ribbies, six walks, batting 440 with an OPS of 971. Freddie Freeman is hot. He leads the majors in hits. Trey Turner is number two in hits in the majors. I mean, it's just, it's too easy, bro. It's too easy with Andrew Fleisman. Um, And before you can say anything about it, I'm just going to move on to my dud. Cody Bellinger, don't even need to look at the stats. Dude, Cody (laughs) Bellinger has like, he's so irritating. Because I think it was in San Diego. Wasn't someone saying that like he had a a good week or was that? No, he might have a good game. I think Bellinger had four hits. I think Bellinger bad like 160 in those last seven. Okay. Mm. He'll have a game where he has like three hits and it's like, oh, shit. The reason I know not to get excited about it is because his swing looks exactly the same. And is mm. all anyone has to do is throw high and inside fastball and he cannot catch up to it because of the way he lays his fucking bat and then props it up and then tries to swing. It just it doesn't work. And he refuses to change. That's the thing that bums me out the most is he refuses to change it. He who is resistant to change will perish. So open wow. up the mind of yours, Cody. What is that from? <laughs> Hot Rod. Yes, that's true. Did <laughs> <laughs> you ever try to tell me all of my life? <clears throat> uh, yeah, Cody Bellinger. Probably, a, I, I feel like he's like the next jock. He's going to be a future giant. Uh <laughs> I don't see how the, the Dodgers keep him, but oh yeah, dude, the Giants are gonna have they're gonna have Aaron Judge, they're gonna have Cody Bellinger, Jacob yeah. Degrom, Max Ooh, Scherzer. I like, that. I like that. I don't know how we'll spin that, but let's do that. Dude, the Braves are gonna send half of their team that they have signed for the next twelve years. They're gonna trade them to the Giants. <laughs> Giants are gonna have everyone. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of people are really wanting Cody Bellinger right now. You Fuck delusional, you. delusional man. Mm. Uh, let's talk about delusion a little bit. Um, Tyler, let's go around this league and a lot is close to home. There's a lot of giants things we got to get to that are making headlines. Uh, one real quick, Wilmer Flores signs for another two years and a possible third year, a little weird contract going on, but no brainer. Love the dude. I'll so is this be there for you? Is it? So I know Farhan, right? That was the first multi-year contract he gave out was Flores, right? But like is this years. now is this now his second multi year? Because no. Rodon Rodon's gonna opt out, right? Who Tommy Lasella got, got a. Tommy Lasella got. Oh, that's right. Deal. That's right. That's right. Uh, there's somebody else too. I think that we're missing. Tommy oh Stella, yeah, um, Lasella sucks though. So well, multi. I mean, he just signed Alex Cobb for two years, Alex Wood for two years, and then um, D. Scalfani for three years. So, damn, talk about bad signings. No, Cobb and Wood are really good, and I'm oh. I'm still with the Discafani um signing right now. He just yeah, had I mean, bad. I, hey, I love I love Disco, bro. I'm 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 really excited to see what he does next year. He's gonna get healthy, and it's gonna be great. Um, I so, love yeah. seeing what the Dodgers do to him. Weird thing on the third year there, Wilmer Flores. I think it's like six and a half million a year, and then the third year he has a player option for three and a half million, and if he declines, the team has a play um, has a team option for eight million dollars. So, so if he's like, I don't want three, three and a half, I think I'm worth more than that. The Giants seem like, all right, well, you're worth eight. Come to us. Or they could try to figure something out. So, uh, that was really quick. 
Um, also want to uh, mention one thing really quick as well. Um, don't believe any, like the already free agency clickbait stuff is, is already happening. KMBR just released this article, the dumbest fucking thing. The headline is Carlos Rodon um, might sign with the Cubs, interested in signing with the Cubs. And then you look and it's one of the Cubs uh, like analysts is just saying that he, he thinks that um, Rodon wants to play there because he likes the city. Like he played for the White Sox. Like I don't. This it's lit, like they're literally quoting a a, a a Cubs analyst. Like they're not quoting Rodon. Rodon didn't say shit. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he told me that he might. Like <clears throat> shut the fuck up. Well, yeah, um, I've already seen it, especially with the Giants, because they're you know this shortstop class is going to be. You got Trey Turner. You got Dansby. Carlos Correa can opt out. I mean, it's going to be a pretty right. good shortstop class. And like. Trey Turner to the the Giants just makes a lot of sense, and I'm just like, if that happens, I'm gonna kill myself. So, for my <laughs> sake, I hope to God that happens. But there's no makes, fucking way. It no makes a way. whole lot of sense for the Giants to sign Trey Turner. Doesn't make a lot of sense for Trey Turner to sign with the Giants. Yeah, um, I feel like the Dodgers are gonna give him more money, if not the same. He's already been there. He had a problem with some Giants. I mean, it's not like a huge deal. Like I'm sure if they did, if that did happen, that they would work it out and it wouldn't be a big deal. But why wouldn't you just? I, it's just I don't yeah, see that at all. I of saw course, scenarios I would love about Trey Turner, but the Dodgers pursuing Dansby Swanson. It's like why the hell would you pursue Dansby Swanson when you can sell this to Trey Turner? Like, look, you've been here, you liked playing, especially if they win a World Series this year. Look, we're a winner. Let's just give them a check, a blank check, and uh, wrap it up. Yeah. It makes no sense. I don't see that changing at all. Um, and the last Giants um, topic that we're going to get into today is obviously Zach Littell. Um, Let's talk about this for a second. Um, there's a lot of... Well, first of all, just this Giants bullpen um, is just been really bad all year. But this changeover there's a lot of promise going into it. So I think in 2023, there's a lot of promise and a lot of excitement going on when you see, obviously Duvall, he's been good all year, um, but Scott Alexander has been very good. You see Cole Waits finally coming up and, and tearing up through the minors and he looks really good. Um, you know, electric fastball. You've got Alex Young looking pretty solid. There's, there's, Brebbia has had a really good season all year. Rogers looks like he's turning it around. So, I mean, there's good things to look at. Um, they're looking up in this Giants bullpen. So when you hear about Zach Littell getting sent down, um, obviously the little um, – the only person that thought Zach Littell should have stayed in and faced Matt Olson were Zach Littell and Matt Olson. Those are the only people that wanted Zach Littell on the mound right there. Um, it was really weird that he was getting put in at the beginning because I think Alex Young was warming up, if I'm not mistaken – um, going into that inning, and then you have two lefties coming. And for someone who's really big righty lefty, I'm not sure why Latell uh, went in. But hey, you know what? Latell's a, a can be a two inning guy. Had a pretty solid um, outing. I think it was like two days before. Um, you know, maybe you go with him. Whatever. He almost blows the game. Matt Olson comes up, and then you know you 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 bring in a lefty to to shut it down. Um, Latell has the little piss says something to him and, 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 and like smacks the, uh, the ball in his hand and then walks, turns around, says some shit and then walks in and then 
good thing is, is when Kapler came back and was like, hey, let's go, like to, to talk. Zach Littell almost like 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 um when he came up he was like hey what's up like oh you want to talk to me like why like what do you mean why you don't just realize what you just did like and maybe he didn't because this is the first time I heard Zach Littell's voice and that was really fucking weird um maybe he's just that awkward and and not has no self awareness and how he comes off or how he sounds I don't know but um you know he gets sent down uh, it's weird when. Uh, uh, MLB um, on Fox Twitter is tweeting about a, a, a Giants player getting sent down and going back and forth because that happens every other day. So, but now they want to put something on it, basically saying that that's the reason he got sent down. I'm sure it didn't help, but to the people that say there's no way that it could have been based on performance, I, I don't know what the fuck you're watching because Zach Littell over the past month has been trash the past 14 days has been trash like and the last past week have been trash okay like i don't understand where the fuck you're thinking that he should be up here so seven days six era 14 days 9.53 era in the past month 5.14 era he has not how many times has he been sent up and down this season um i think he's if he comes back up one more time um he has to stay up or they can't they can't bring him up anymore this year or else they have to well dude that that there it is right there i mean i think it's stupid to think it's i bet you it had something to do with it showing up your manager has something to do with it right but dude if he's been sent up for if he's been sent down four times during the season one you guys ain't got shit to play for so you might as well call up some young dudes I mean, yeah, and Kapler even said it when he talks about, you know, when we're talking about performance, being a good teammate is part of that. Right. And showing up your manager isn't being a good teammate. You don't do that shit. Right, right. And I'm not saying that it doesn't have anything to do with it, but the people that are saying that it has n- nothing to do with performance, you're fucking high. He's been terrible, and he's been terrible. Uh, I, and and at this point, and, and the reason that he still has a fucking job is because the, the Giants bullpen has been so bad. But I feel like now that Scott Alexander's doing his thing, um, Rogers is turning the corner, and you have solid relievers in the bullpen now, other than just Duval and Brebia, like it's very easy to send Latell down, like, uh, oh, let's get a new arm up, up, up here. He's fucking shot. Plus, he think like Plus, he shows up the manager like, "Nah, get the fuck out of here." I, it, I, I would put money on the fact that if he didn't show up the manager and was getting out, that he would have been sent down anyways. They just came well, off of a he. We'll oh, never dude, know. He, yeah, we'll never know. But uh, what I'm saying is, is they just came off of a. Um, oh, I forgot exactly. It was no off days. Plus, they had that doubleheader. You know, this is their first off day in a couple weeks. Like it's. They needed more relief help. They needed new, fresh arms. He's been terrible. Like, I would just put anything on it that he was going to be sent down anyways because he just had two blow-ups in the past. I think his last blow-up, he had two. He had a blow-up, two okay, um, good outings, and then had another blow-up, and that's really bad for a reliever. So um, I'm sure it didn't help, and it, it probably had a little bit to do with it. I mean, it had something to do with it, but if you're that shitty and you show up the manager, you know, why the fuck are you going to stay up? when there's other guys that are better yeah the worst part about this whole thing 
is Kapler's back being turned to the camera and Latell kind of being turned to the camera. So we're going to get no breakdown from John Boy. No one's going to be able to read their lips. And then they go down to the tunnel. So we'll never know what was being said. And this is one of those times where I'd really love to know what he said to Kapler. Right, right. He said her, 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 what was her sister? A witch. And what was her other sister? A princess. Nah, I think he said she, she came down in a crown. It came down in a bubble and wore a crown, dog. God, I hate you so much. You're gonna look at me and tell me that I'm wrong. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. I know that's from something, but I don't even know your references are they're too much today. Right. We're, we're we're not on the same wavelength. I get it. I, I what like. is that from? Uh, it's just a it's just a video. Not, not oh, a then video. I know. I've seen I've seen the TikTok, bro. I've seen it. <laughs> I thought it was from something else. I seen right, it. Hip hop, hip hop anonymous. Okay, yeah, tight, cool. You're not a boomer. You win. I hate you. <laughs> Talking about boomers, dude. Let's talk some boomer shit. Um, pool holes. Do you think he's gonna make it to 700 before he sees you, or he better not? What, what's gonna happen? He better not hit 700 until I'm at game one of that series against the Cardinals. I was going to be there Saturday too, but now I got to go to a dumb wedding and I'm not happy about it. And if he hits 700 to where I was sitting, (laughs) I'm also going to kill myself. There's a lot of things this episode. If you don't want me to kill myself, you better pray to God don't happen. And if you do want me to, and you know, there, you might get your wish. Who knows? Right. I don't know, man. That's, it's a, it's only a week away. So no, I don't I don't think so. I don't. I think I think he could hit it that weekend. Right. I don't know, dude. He could hit two in a game. It's, you just it's you don't just know. so insane. It's insane that we're seeing this all this year that Judge can pass sixty which technically it's just the AL, you know, record. And I know John Heyman's been posting about this is the real record, and see, even Roger Maris's son thinks it's the real record. Like no one gives a fuck. John he's Heyman. the authority. He's the authority. Yeah, like shut up, bitch. Like there's you're you suck. You know, like I, no one fucking cares what you think. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is pretty cool to see. You obviously know he's not roided up, and that's pretty nice. But um, yeah, I I I I've. I feel like if he gets really hot because he just hit two home runs a couple days ago. What if he gets really hot and even passes Sosa? Maybe even. That'd be pretty cool. Like, yeah, I mean, the record is cool. McGuire, but you know, oh, yeah. I, is it? It, it, it is. Yeah, it's definitely not right. seventy-three. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be cool. I think the biggest thing is it's going to be cool, you know, because that's also a Yankee record. It also happens right. to be the American League record, and you know, as some people might say, the real record. I think it's just going to be cool that I think he's going to beat it. You know, that a Yankee right. is going to beat it, and then when he goes to San Francisco next year, he'll mm. be a Yankees legend forever. Right. And then next year he'll hit thirty because he doesn't have the Oppo home runs on that fucking little league field <laughs> at Oracle Park. So I'll take thirty-five, forty homers. I don't give a fuck. I bet you would. Come, Judge. Come on, Judge. Come hit 40 in the Cove, I, and I'll be out there. I'll go I think time. Judge ends with 64. I think he gets seven more on the season. 
Oh. And I think Poolhouse does it. I think Poolhouse hits another five. He's going to hit okay. 702, and he'll be able to retire. Yeah. No need to if come you... back next year with, you know, 699 home runs. Right. I feel like this is an easy answer, but if you could only have one, what would it be? Poolhouse. Yeah. 700, baby. This never going to happen love ever you again. Just, please, please come to San Francisco, please. But I need the Poolhouse thing. Like, there's no going back. There's no going back from that. You know what I mean? Sorry for the burp, but yeah, there's no going back from that. We're never going to see another it again. magical season. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. We're never, we're never going to see it again. I mean, who's the closest? Miguel Cabrera, and he is a hundred years old already. He's done. <laughs> Unless he hits a hundred and fifty homers next year, it's over. Not yeah. even. You'd need like a hundred and seventy. That's not to hit seven hundred. That's not a problem. Yeah, so, you know, apparently Albert's done it the right way. We'll never know for sure. He's done it the right way. Don't be that guy. Don't starting nine this bitch. Like, no, he's I'm just saying. Well, first of all, I need to see his birth certificate, okay? A real legitimate (laughs) birth certificate. Because that man is 47 years old, which I'm not saying is bad. I'm saying that makes us all the more special. That he's really, you know, 53 years old. And he is still able to hit all these home runs. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Dang, gonna trump this way through the episode, huh? I just, I'm just no, I don't want to see where show he was born. I just want to know how old he is. Just show me the birth certificate. Like, why? Why don't you just show it? I don't understand it. Why are you talking um, like fucking? What? Like a British bad person? I don't get it. I don't think. Well, I wasn't trying to do a Trump because I feel like a Trump is like one, like kind of like doing a like. A, Dude, the uh, queen just died. Show some fucking respect. Okay. Like you can't like unless you're like really good at it. Like don't try to do a Trump if that makes sense at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's a little overplayed. All I'm saying is, Pulhos on Friday, next Friday, he's hitting one right to your boy. That's gonna be. People are saying that ball could be in excess of a million dollars, and you know I'm not giving it back to him. There's no fucking way, dude. For a million okay. dollars, baby. Well, hold on, let's first, real quick, before we move on, it was it 697. The ball he hit to pass a rod. I'm sure you saw the story. The the no, fan. No. Oh, so a fan catches it, tries to give it back to him, and they're talking about like you know their dad's a huge baseball fan who passed away like a year ago. Albert Pulha says no, you keep it. It's gonna mean more to you anyways, and then signs a couple balls for them. So they have that piece of history, and they got to meet Albert Pulos and get a home run. Albert Pulos is a fucking is awesome, awesome right. dude. I remember when he got traded to the to the Dodgers. Um, he did something. I forgot what he did. I think he was just signing autographs or something like that. And then somebody, I, I forget, it's just someone on Twitter, and I know this doesn't hold a lot of teeth because people just say dumb shit on Twitter, but we're like, oh, I'm so glad to get him out of Anaheim. He's never done anything like this for the for kids in Anaheim. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was known for doing that shit in Anaheim. Yeah. And that, I mean, they're that thing that went viral about the kid, the, um, you know, who had the jersey, was trying to get it signed. He said, no, nah, and he took off his jersey, and he signed that one and signed the other one. Like, yeah, there's so much shit. It's so easy to find shit. So, I mean, it turns out he's not the greatest husband in the world, but as far as a good guy to, to kids who like baseball. Yeah, sure. Greatest of all but, time. But I'm all I'm saying is I'm catching that ball. 
And then I'm stake, taking that thing straight to auction, buying myself mm. a brand new house, straight cash, mm. homie. Like my boy Randy yeah. Moss said, straight cash, homie. Right. My my thing is, dude, if, if a player is asking for it, you should give them the ball. But if it's life-changing money, yeah, if a it's million, life-changing money, yeah. like, like, Albert, I'm sorry, dude. You, you're going to have to give me some money. You, like, you can bid on it at auction. Yeah, you, like, you can win it at the auction. I Albert. know, I, and and like I get it. People are gonna rag on you, and and I'm 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 sure they would. But at the end of the day, people can say whatever the fuck they want on the internet for a million dollars. Oh, bro, fuck, dude. I would be reading through Twitter about what a piece of shit I am in my baller ass house <laughs> in my sex room. Like, come on, dude. I wouldn't give yeah, a dude. shit. Come on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it's if like I've always held the stance of like I caught a home run ball and it was like someone's first home run and they were like, hey, I want the ball back. Like I I, I would try to maybe get some stuff from him. Yeah, give me a sign like, back. I, I can't anything. If he's like, no, I can't. I'm like, all right, it, it's your ball. You you deserve it. Like, what am I gonna do? Sell it for fifty bucks? Like that's. Yeah. I mean, who cares? But first home run, fair exchange. Dollars? I'm sorry, Albert. Fair exchange is a sign bat and a sign ball. I think that's fair. Right. It's fair, but at the same time, I'm still not going to be that guy. But um, million dollars, I'll be that guy all day. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of money, uh, money. minor league players might be getting paid soon. We don't know. <laughs> it was like a big thing, like the MLBPA recognizes minor leaguers, <laughs> but that's it for now. So negotiations are going to happen at some point, but we don't know. I can almost say with certainty this means no more PB&Js after games I hope and so. making more than like $6,000 a year and right. maybe getting paid for spring training and things like that. So, right. Right. It looks like things are going in the right direction. I don't think this is a celebratory win quite yet. Right. Because who knows what's going to happen, but we're definitely moving in the right direction. Move. Yeah. I'm treating people like human I beings. Loved, I loved that. Like you should, I feel like you should stop this podcast and start being a news anchor. That was amazing. Breaking news. Uh, the minor league players might get shit. They might not. We don't uh, know. We don't know. We don't know. More on this at a later time. because we don't. And know that's the way the cookie crumbles. Panda watch. Uh, yeah. So that should be fun. Yeah. So what, what do the Giants have coming up uh, next week? It's not like it matters, but I'm sure some people want to Thank know. you for asking. Uh, we actually have something really huge. Um, the Giants will be getting a win against the Los Angeles Dodgers because they're uh, putting um, Hunter Pence on the Wall of Fame in at Oracle. So every single time they honor a player, they win the game. So that was a nice way. And they just did this promotion like maybe about a month ago. With so, Will Clark. Yeah, we know, bro. Yeah, well, no, no, but what I'm saying is, is they just announced it. Like they weren't. This wasn't something that was set up at the beginning of the year. They obviously saw the good juju that was going on with honoring players. So they were like, oh, "Who else? Who else can we do? We need to win against the Dodgers at least one more time this season." This wasn't is that stupid. Wasn't that your logic too when you got your City Connect jersey? How that work? Yeah, out? but it turns out. But it turns out I'm actually you were wrong. I'm actually not the key. Yeah, because uh, I haven't uh, been to one game that the Giants have won this year. So um, you sure haven't. No, and I've been to I think six or seven games this year. So I this year is not the business for me. And if they miraculously pull off a postseason uh, 
appearance. Uh, it's not going to happen, but um, if for some reason they did, I don't think I can in good conscience go to any playoff games. So um, it turns out I'm just bad luck. So I will not be doing that. But um, yeah, sorry. That was a long-winded way of saying the Giants are playing three at home against the Dodgers and then four against the Colorado Rockies, but at Coors Field. Um, I guess there's no uh, repercussions or anything, so who really cares? The Giants are going to go 7-0. and Fuck it. Yeah, dude, let's just say whatever dumb thing comes to our head. Yeah, well, the I Dodgers, mean, over. The Dodgers are going undefeated for the rest of the season. They're going to break the Mariners' record. Mm. There's no repercussions. We don't I hold people responsible oh. for things now. I would um, love that. I would love that because that means they have to lose at some point. You're going to have the buy we the buy series, and then you're going to be so like, like, okay, well, too like uh, like out of the funk that you're just going to get over your little gonna... happy moment because that's not obviously not going to happen. I'll tell you what is going to happen though. The Dodgers are going to take gonna two of three from the Giants at Oracle this weekend. Bitch. Okay, that's what's going to happen. No. You know what's going? You know what's going to be the best part, dude? Dustin May is going to throw a gem against. Logan Webb on Friday. A million dollars. I'll bet you my Albert Pujols 700th home run winnings that that's what okay. happens. All right. Sounds good. Deal. What, what, do you uh, consider, what do you consider a gym? He's just going to pitch better than Logan Webb. Okay. That's all I'm okay. saying. That's not going to happen. That's the bet. Okay. Perfect. So I get Albert um, Pujols' home run. That's really good. I'm really happy. For yeah. You. Albert for me. Pujols. Pearl horses, Pearl Hall. You can't Pearl. even say his name. Oh, pearls. Yeah. Pearly Pearl. Um, they're going to take two of three. And then the, the Dodgers have a, a rare five game series against the diamondbacks. Mm. A Monday, Double Tuesday, doubleheader Wednesday. Oh, wait, is that hold on? I think I miscounted. <laughs> nope. Sure. Didn't <laughs> I'm leaving that. And, That's great. And then bro, I had a hell of a day today, okay? Dodgers are going to take four of five mm. from the Diamondbacks. They're going to go six and two next week. What? Six That's and two. Crazy. And they're going to break, of course. They're going to break their their franchise record in wins that they set last year. Didn't win the I division. Mean, That's cool. Oh, my God. Still holding on in the past. Think about some new shit, dude. And, yeah, things are things are going great. Really happy for you. Um, yeah, I don't I mean, know. I don't know when we're gonna be able to podcast next. Okay, I'm you gonna be at the game. Bomb on me. I'm gonna be at the game Thursday and Friday. Mm. And once I catch that Albert pool host ball, I'm never doing this podcast ever again because I'm rich. <laughs> so enjoy I'm rich, it, bitch. Enjoy it, my friends. No, this is the last one you're we're getting. We're just gonna be on every. We're just. I'm gonna convince Tyler to to sink all that money into advertising for this podcast. Every single time you turn on the TV, it's gonna be advertising for this podcast on uh, the the View commercials. Every baseball game. Fucking that seems Super like Bowl. a. That things seems like a smart financial decision. Yeah, yeah, we're likable people. Once people know who we are, like they're gonna like us. It's it's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen next week, but make sure to watch out for me on Friday when Albert hits that uh, 700 at the ding dong. I'm going to be the guy catching it. I'm I'm manifesting. You know, this Mm. is like a big TikTok thing. You just got to manifest it, dude. Right. I'm going to catch that life-changing moment. I doubt it. And I just want to say that I was joking 
about that proposal. No, no. So if you no, ever try to use this on me in a legal sense, I was joking. <laughs> Sorry. No, gonna We're going to be great. Okay. It's going to well, be amazing. I'll tell you what is going to happen for sure. Okay. You can get 30% off your candles at Renovation Candle Company right now. Oh, you can. That's a fact. By using code FALL30. Big facts. Get all, get all the good fall shit. There's pumpkin. There's more pumpkin. There's even Spice. more pumpkin. There's Spice. a lot of pumpkin shit. Go check it out. RenovationCandleCompany.com. Get yourself some good stuff. Yeah, Renovation Candles. Get shit at the shit. Bump, bump. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We'll be next week. We'll be back next week at some point. We'll figure it out when Tyler wants to stop being a little bitch and we can figure it out. Um, make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting pl- um, platform as well as your least favorite. I know you, it's probably on your phone at some point. Just subscribe to it everywhere. Write a review. Help us grow, baby. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, follow us on, on Twitter. That's just clear P. TikTok Benches Cleared and Instagram Benches Cleared Podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>